Hello buddies! Uh, welcome back to the Darklands. Uh, we have a bit of a different episode for you guys here today. Um, first of all, excited to reintroduce you guys to someone I have with me here. And also, there is no Eric today. It is actually his birthday. So happy birthday, Eric. And we will see Beetle again next week. And of course, at the top of every Darklands episode, everyone here at Tabletop Buddies is 21 years of age. We do not condone underage drinking and always drink responsibly. So a short summary of what's going on here, uh, not only for all of you, but also for whom is joining me. Uh, Dexter, you began in Renelton attending a funeral for a fallen soldier and you were investigating some noise at a local tavern. This issue seemingly solved by some new traveler that in the past couple of days just came into town. So instead, a man named Victor confronted you the very next day, which is where we begin. In the morning hours of the day, and as of recent, you've noticed not just in Reynoldton because you had to travel your way here across all of the dark lands it has this name for a reason because throughout the span of your entire life there's almost no greenery you've probably never seen a simple farm or garden and there's this unmoving ever-present overcast sky it's like a never-ending storm cloud that's stagnant however and that was until a couple of days ago where you for the first time ever saw sunlight not a ton and not even the sun itself just the rays piercing through the sky apparently lifting the moods of all the common folk around you. There were children playing in it. There were some elderly folk just closing their eyes and enjoying the rays hitting their face. A sense of hope was finally brought to this desolate land. Now, the town itself, Reynoldton, it's smaller in size has a simple tavern, a pretty run-down looking inn, what looks to be an old blacksmithing area, a communal town square, and a partially broken down temple. And as of late, uh, the common folk, the citizens, everyone around seems kind of on edge due to a vampire attack that happened last night. which is where we move to the present to now, in a bit of a panic inflamed by two more individuals is Victor. Now, Victor, he's got a bit of a, uh, like a Bradley Cooper look to him, just a bit more gray. You know, he's got kind of that sharp chin, just kind of that in general, charismatic, almost pretty boy type look to him and just rushes up to you, Dex. Dex, we need your help. And in the first place, you were here anyways for a local gig that got held off due to whatever this tavern issue 
was. So if you'd like to go ahead and explain whom you are and what your character looks like. Hello, everybody. It's a joy to be back. Um, today we are playing Dexter Swamp. <laughs> oh, you shush over there, Katie. Um, I'm going to be a short human, uh, scrawny build, short brown hair, glasses that are more like goggles because they're like tight to my face, but I wear them on my forehead. Uh, if you get close enough, there's a small detail I won't point out, but it's there. Uh, oh, white coat. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, boo. Uh, just kind of. We are in an advanced enough area where, like, of course, cotton and stuff is relevant and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm wearing like just some like trousers and a yeah. Like, a shirt like i look pretty normal actually uh, i have a shoulder bag and mm -hmm. so just... and then there's a loot on my back can't forget the loot of course <laughs> okay and it, it was like i said you have uh victor you've been dealing with him for uh, a few days now and you know he, he seems like a, a nice enough guy you know usually he's either in or seen around uh, the tavern, but he, mm -hmm. he never seems like super drunk, you know, just like a casual glass of wine here or there. And uh, every now and then he does seem to kind of just be the receiving ear of a very loud, very prominent woman. You're not really sure who she is. She just kind of seems pissed off, stomping around all the time. But he just, you know, runs up to you, complete panic. Dexter, Dexter, you, you, you are coming with. What I do? No, nothing. You are coming with. Bring whatever you need. Pack now. Mid -march. Everything I need's on me. Let's go. Mid-March to the west. We must go. Some of us, some of us have to stay. But you, when like you, you can see the beads of sweat, you know, like running down you his forehead. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. You're, you're capable. Sasha and a friend of hers, they're bringing steeds. Our, well, you're soon to be, and you can see motions to the people behind him. Our ally, uh, Beetle. We all have reason to believe and great, great fear that he's in. It, he, simply put, he's in danger. I'm not going to say if he's alive Beetle's or dead because we don't know. Beetle, Beetle, our friend. Uh, oh, oh, God. Last scene, he was he was going to mid-march. He was going west. There was a summons or something, and he headed there yesterday, you know, many hours ago. So just please pack whatever you need. Uh, my sister will bring steeds, and we will be on our way. I, I'm already ready. Let's go. Yeah. So just you know, a firm nod uh, to Victor, and you know, you see the kind of just like instant scatter, and you know, I, I mean, in a weird way, it's kind of good news, anyways, because uh, you've actually always wanted to play at Easton's Pub, which is in mid-March. Mm -hmm. So even though you lost, Perfect. you know, your initial gig, you know, your initial purpose here. Well. 
Yeah, you're, I don't know what else to say besides let's go, Victor. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of just regaining it, and you know, a, a couple of minutes pass, and um, here, how about you roll a perception check to start us off? Which actually isn't in the bottom right-hand corner with all of your skills. It's kind of near the right-hand top side of the sheet. Dom, did I lose you? I, I think so for a second. I'm back. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, start us off, please start us off by uh, just rolling a perception check. Uh, what check? I'm sorry. I lost you again. No, it's okay. Uh, a perception check. Uh, it's not actually in your skills. It's kind of near like the top right-handish side of your sheet. Yeah, I was looking at it yesterday. Okay, so I rolled a 12 and it says plus 16. So yep. did I roll a 28? You did. All right. That's yeah, yeah, it's the big, big numbers here. Okay, so with a 28. Yeah, yeah. Just wait until you roll performance, man. <laughs> um, so w with a 28, um, you know, just, just kind of waiting, you know, uh, following Victor's lead. Um. You do notice the general, and you, you've been in Reynoldton for probably two or three days, you know, just kind of waiting to perform. Uh, at, at first, you know, there was kind of a upbeat feel to the town because everyone discovered the same thing at the same time, that for who knows why, it seems like the sun has returned. But hmm. it seems in roughly the past like 36 hours uh you know sun rays still remain but there are much much fewer people in general uh just walking around lively outside it it almost seems like everyone is staying indoors very few people seem to want to go outside and just kind of assessing uh, around as you're waiting for, you know, these steeds and everything to come your way. Uh, there are a couple of things. First of all is um, a fallen gnomish man. He seems to be <laughs> later in his years and, yeah, and, you know, th this is a small town. You know, you don't see a single guard or anything like that around. Okay. Uh what makes the site um, a bit harder to swallow is you can see that the doorknob of whatever he was reaching to is actually bloodstained with what looks to be like fingerprints, that he was that close to opening what is likely his home door and turning the doorknob that it was just out of reach by a split second. And he is past. Like yeah. He's dead. Yeah, he's he's full on dead. dead. And you know, it was it was oh, like I said. Help? Yeah, you can <laughs> you can see the blood stained fingerprints on the doorknob that he was within two seconds, within inches, 
has been able to open his door and enter his home. You can see his window is smashed, and uh, this oh, wow. and this definitely happened from the inside because you can see the shards of glass outside the home, not going within. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a that's an interesting detail because what, what, did he get thrown out? Like that's where immediately where my mind is going. Like he's um, trying to get back into. Yeah, especially with you know like damn near thirty there, um, it, uh -huh. it it definitely appears that there was some sort of scare that kind of froze him in place. That the shards of glass were not just used to, you know, exit. That it was used as weapons. That whomever broke out of the window, tumbled through, and it looks way more than just a one-person job. Like, there are multiple stab wounds with bloodied shards of glass. Like, this is beyond overkill. This, this was brutal. And as you are just kind of, you know, trying to stomach it, trying not to soak in too much of it, uh, you turn to the next side and, you know, you, you can see the steeds beginning to approach, but it's on the uh, the right-hand side where you uh, attended a burial uh, just yesterday afternoon that you also see a fallen elven woman. Uh, again, hard to stomach because as you're just kind of approaching, trying to assess what is before you, um, you see that her face has been vertically ripped in half. Oh, uh, 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 wow. Um, her tongue has been extracted. And about 15 feet away, you can see chewed up bits and pieces of said tongue. Great imagery, George. Delicious. <laughs> that, uh, again, just okay. like th this fallen uh, gnomish figure, this, this wasn't just, you know, some sort of murderous person or being going around killing for the hell of it. This was brutality and sending a message. Do I, can I notice any markings? Like a calling card, to, per se? Well, yeah, let's, uh... What we will... <laughs> Was that a beer burp? <laughs> I love no, it. No, just a burp. Um, what we can call it is, uh, with fortune, uh, we'll call it a medicine check. So roll twice and take the higher. Okay. Ooh. I know you're thinking of something else, but that word doesn't exist here. We have to call it fortune. I like it, though. Uh, so, you said medicine? Yep. 29. 29. He's not even a cleric, boys and girls. Um, <laughs> less. Um, it's... It's going to sound so strange at first. Um, it's less of a 
connection. Like, the, the two bodies don't really share anything in common. Like, yeah, they were both brutally massacred, but it was in two different ways, two different, you know, parts of town. It's like, where, you know, wh where's the connection between them? However, as those steeds are finally approaching and, you know, Victor's waving uh, your way over, you see kind of dead center in uh, the communal square where you at first wouldn't really think much of uh, horse hooves, you know, imprinted in the ground. It's like, okay, you know, so what if someone traveled through? Um, not Pretty only, normal. Yeah. Uh, not only do you see them, but it's like there's this never-ending, like as you're just staring down at it, there's this ever-present, almost like cindering effect to where these ho oh. horse hooves were imprinted in the ground. And this is kind of more Dom talking, because I don't know yeah. what Dexter knows. These mm -hmm. things are freaking nightmares. Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, I'm not going to ask that question, because that's player knowledge seeping in the character. Um, okay. I'm just going to ask Victor if he's... Yes. If he's ready to go and yes, yes, please hop on. We have one more joining us. Um, are they here currently? Yeah, you, you see already like in the pull behind carriage behind the two steeds already sitting there. Oh well, perfect. Let's yeah. get on our way. Yeah. And you, you see Dexter just uh go up to uh, and it was stated earlier you've seen this woman you know this long-haired female that seems to kind of just be yelling at everybody all the time <laughs> you know you've only been here for a few days but it's like you've never seen this lady in a good mood she seems to just be I screaming always at people. around yeah and you see victor approach and say thank you sister dexter william and i we will be back as soon as we can uh, be safe and like as he's kind of just saying this you know take care of yourself you know don't forget don't invite people in after dark what and you know just kind of these safety things you see her just yeah walk away in the middle of it <laughs> uh, I see your sister hasn't grown up uh, to your yeah. speech as much no no she hasn't um, <clears throat> incoming and it's as she's walking away that she's actually walking in your direction, <laughs> you know, past the carriages, uh, and stops about 10 feet after where you're standing. You know, you're, you're about to, you know, just hop in the back. And without even, like, turning her head to directly speak to you, you just hear her voice. Bring him back in one piece or I'll chop your fucking dick. And then just continues walking. I'm just kind of standing there, like mouth agape, like, it, it, "Am I aroused or scared?" And I'm just gonna like turn. That's to actually and... a no. I'm not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How great would yeah, that be? Yeah, then I'm just gonna kind of like. He'll turn and then walk over to her brother and just yeah. be like, uh, <sighs> "Return in one piece, we will." Yes, uh, I would like to introduce you to someone. Please, let's go. 
I follow him. Yeah. And you know, you, you both enter uh, the uh, the back of the carriage, and you see the figure that was already waiting for you guys, just uh, knowingly, just kind of with two riding crops, hits them back, and you can see the two horses begin to take off as you begin uh, your uh, trek to mid March. Um, so, Dex, uh, um, I don't know how to word this. Um, this. This is William, and a as you turn to see, you know, this figure that was waiting for you guys, uh, he, he looks a bit, he looks a bit out of place. Not that he doesn't belong, you know, in this carriage, it's where Victor has this, you know, kind of relaxed, salt and pepper look, you know, comfortable clothes, kind of a drifter appeal, right? William is in a suit he has oh, this like curved case on the blade of what looks to be a great axe resting next to him he's got this parted proper hair you know like almost like uh is it wall street is that what i'm thinking of just that businessman kind of cringy look <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I mean, he... It's not that he doesn't look like he can defend himself. It's just, compared to everyone else you've seen, it's almost like he's out of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. He's a little older presenting. His clothes... Old-timey. Old his clothes are old-timey, but he's maybe only got like a late 20s early 30s look to him Dexter's immediately like on edge yeah you know like f <clears throat> physique we're talking you know late 20s or early 30s when it comes to clothes how you know his hair is how you know his general mannerisms this is really old timey it's such you know a, a, a clash of like time eras I don't have a good feeling about this guy. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't say I'm, that a lot. Oh, I was going to say, if you want to whisper it to Victor, you could try to make like a stealth check if you want. Oh, God, no. I'm okay. just thinking this in my head and like um, or, my palms are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, or if you want to make a history check, you could. I'll do that because I want to get a... Okay. Uh, history. Yeah, which that's basically just lore. Oh, okay. I didn't say it's yeah. high damage. Seventeen. Yeah. Total. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not the best. Not the best. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, because I, I I know it's like oh well history is history lore you know th they both mean the same thing. Um, no, and that's I was looking for history, but as soon as you said lore, I was like that clicks. Yeah. Um, okay. Which like and and 40. I but I I have I do have to admit I have by default I've given everyone a hero point. Which is, you know, it's just like having a George point, you know, a free reroll. So yeah. we'll call it. GP. Yeah. So 
let's call it a performance re-roll because I believe I let Mercy have one and I let her do intimidation even though she shouldn't be able to do intimidation there just you know to use that highest <laughs> skill check to help him out oh 33 oh we're talking 30 plus now okay <laughs> Okay, so, you know, you've heard, you know, introductions, you're hearing this name, William, and then you're taking just a closer look at this guy, like, why is he here? Is this a bad thing? Is this a good thing? And then you realize on the, uh, the suit he's wearing right above, you know, the jacket pocket where they would usually have, you know, like a little pocket square, you know, a little cloth you see uh, like a little insignia, like a little badge. And it uh -huh. actually reads, it actually reads, you know, in common, in script, the name Mazarin. M-A-Z-A-R-A-N. Okay. And he, he kind of sees you eyeball it and just immediately interjects and is like, yes, that one and that's when it hits you uh that so uh for reference and mm -hmm. for anyone that's listening for the first time uh every town in the dark lands has a chain leader or in some cases multiple meaning top of the food chain they're the leaders of the town uh in Reynoldton's case uh, there is multiple, okay. being Victor and Sasha. Okay. However, there is a tale the original chain leaders of Midmarch were a legendary married couple named Emma and William Mazarin. They're vampire slayers, hunters of the undead, just <clears throat> top-tier, lawful, good, badass leaders. But that was, that was decades. Like, you know, they're kind of a thing of myth, of legend. Hell, maybe even a bit over a century because they suddenly just vanished. Because they got bit by vamps and now he is a vamp and, sorry. And uh, apparently he s seems to not be vanished any longer you're you're unsure this is your first time encountering the guy but he's before you so what brings you to Wellington? Um, well it was actually and why <clears throat> i'm attending to go to mid-march uh, it was actually thanks to beetle oh uh, my my wife myself and Practically the rest of the township of Midmarch uh, were many, <laughs> many moons ago. Uh, perhaps your grandparents or something of that nature could tell you. Uh, many moons ago we were cursed uh, by our wondrous, just great guy, Tyrant. <laughs> Cassius. Uh, I was going to say, he sounds wonderful and delightful already. Yes, yes. Um, 
it appears him and uh, the hated one, whom you don't have to worry about, uh, I guess, uh, Beetle's ally, put something called a bullet through his head. I still have <laughs> not seen or known what this is, but apparently it uh, it hurts quite a lot. I, I yeah, they do. Uh, re regardless, it was uh, it was Beetle and this ally who uh, who not only saved me but uh, saved my dearest, my Emma, and has returned um, countless countless folk back to mid March. Well, I'm glad to hear that. My friends are doing so well while I've been away. Uh, so, I guess you really did answer the question of why. Um, sorry, I'm just taken aback by the fact that you are here. Yes. You probably know you're legendary. Many it seem to have that effect. A lot, uh, a lot has changed since. I'm sure you know the last time. Uh, regardless, um, and when he says a lot has changed, that's kind of when, and we can work with the same history check, uh, kind of hits you that, you know, kind of the attraction of Midmarch is Easton's pub. Oh, it Pre is a nice pub. Yeah, previously no one could really give a shit about the drinking, about the party scene, about anything like that. Uh, previously, why people kept on going to Midmarch, why it kept on expanding, you know, Reynolds kind of still stuck in that small town phase. Why Midmarch became a city was because it was so trusted. It was so fortified. People knew how to look for vampires. They were taught their weaknesses. Nowadays, that is not the case. A little more. It, yeah, it, it, it appears it kind of went. It kind of went down the drain ever since yeah. the Mazarins were unfortunately dismissed. <laughs> No, but yes, uh, as as I'm sure you were uh, alluding to, because I I view it that I owe Beetle my life. So if he is indeed in danger, it is my solemn duty to assure that he no longer is. Okay, that's I always run the same side on that. I don't yes. know how else you believe in stuff. So what can we do to get, well, Beetle isn't anywhere. What can we yeah. do to keep him safe? And that's when uh, Victor kind of pipes in because you see uh, William kind of just, you know, retract the great axe out, put it, uh, you know, on his lap. And well, um, just yesterday, he went through what I'm hoping is exactly here. He had some sort of, um, what is it, courier. Uh, someone from mid-March summoned him 
and I he he never spoke to the details. It was he needed to get there immediately, you know, as soon as possible. So that was the afternoon. Uh, it was actually William that uh, allowed him transport uh, to get to mid March. So hopefully it is rather clear. I'm not sure how to word it, that our travel there, as he was in a hurry, as are we, um, man, this is the hard part to talk about, because I believe it was Emma, correct, William? And you, you can see he just kind of nods, and you're kind of see, seeing that behavior out of William turn, uh, turn into sorrow. Mm-hmm. Who we are, yeah, who we are looking for goes by the name Zalo. 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 Z A L O. He. It. It. That's concerning. It will appear as you and I. However, it's <laughs> bastard from the neck up. It, it it will appear as a humanoid tiger. Incredibly you dangerous. And a humanoid tiger. It will stand upright. Oh. Incredibly dangerous. Do not, cannot stress this enough. Do not approach him alone. Stay out of sight. Use caution. Beetle. He's why we're all here. He is the main target. Locate him. Find him. Heal if needed. We can only assume Zalo has already gotten to him. When is the last time we heard from Beetle? Uh, yesterday morning when he departed, he left with one of the fellow resistance members. So hopefully okay. he could hopefully have assisted Beetle. Perhaps they're both fallen. Perhaps they're both fine. Perhaps they're both injured. We don't know, which is why we are making this, this trek. I can't disagree more. It seems of all the importance. Anywho, Dex, you know, this place is kind of sad. Uh, Dex, Dexter, uh, tell me about yourself. See, William just, you know, tries to shake it off, just in general, trying to lift the mood. <laughs> um, See, he well, literally I... reaches across the carriage to Victor's backpack and pulls out two bottles of wine. Uh -huh. <laughs> what? Hey, he runs the bar. See, Victor just nods like, yeah, he's got a point. <laughs> uh, well, I come from a mildly busy town. We... Great, great. Well, we got enough to make you want more, but 
I uh I always I was a performer. I uh got my handy dandy lute. Been playing a tune every chance Ooh. I get. You see, like, uh, uh, obviously, like, Victor already knows because he wanted to hire you for the jig, but, you know, it, right. it, it, like, immediately, like, pulling the loot, you just kind of get, like, that affirmative nod out of William, like, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I'm any good, you know, I've been doing this for quite a while, and no matter how I bounce and bounce, it never seems to take off. I make a comfortable living. I mean, it, it appears we have around a, a day ahead of us. Why don't you uh, play your favorite? Okay. I uh, pull out my loot and I yeah. kind of pluck a few times, get her in tune, kind of yeah. warm up the voice. and yeah. yeah, just go ahead and make a performance check. 30. 30. Um, is there a, uh, a particular tune you'd like to mimic, a particular song you want to parody? Um, no, just, okay. I, I can't think of anything. Yeah. I want to yeah. keep it kind of on theme and, you know, not too silly. So, you know, yeah. just, you know, your nice melody of, you know, it seems whimsical and yeah, it's, it's almost like it's got, uh, some ad lib like to it, vibes. but yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of the ambient type, where it yeah, just doesn't you know, I'm not really to... singing much. It's yeah, more of a hummy kind of. Mm -hmm. I'm carrying a tune. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more of a it's more of a melody than a song. You know, this isn't something you're yeah. gonna listen to for only a few minutes. This is something that's gonna go on for 10, 20 minutes. You know, it's gonna be your study background, you know, enjoy the view I'm easing thing. the mood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, since we're talking about all this gruesome stuff and it's like, we're on a care drive, let's enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, since we are, and, you know, we're passing some time with your performance. Why don't you go ahead and make me another, and it can be your choice, uh, perception or nature. We'll go with the perception because it's slightly better and do an 18. Sure. 18. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm as I'm sure you can imagine, you know, this isn't just a... You know, a, a dirt path of nothing along the way. Um, <laughs> it's to your, uh, and let me actually pull up our m world map here, which I can just plop in, uh, I can plop in Discord for you so you can actually see where we are and where we're traveling to. So let's just drop this in here. Bam. So now, oh, that's cool. yeah, now if you'd like to, you can follow along with me. So uh, we're going from Reynolds to Mid-March. So this would be a bit, uh, a bit to the north east uh, is where you can kind of see the outskirts of uh, the Salastara Woods. And it would be northwest where it appears to kind of get into like a marshy kind of swamp type region, you know, right on like the border of mid-March. 
And there's kind of that sweet spot in between of where we're traveling, where, you know, there doesn't seem to be anything topography wise, you know, like noteworthy. It is kind of just that generic, you know, your like real world equivalent of driving through like a rural area where like all the pine trees are just dead and it's just, you know, leaves all over the ground and everything. Um, you are seeing which, you know, it's not uncommon in the dark lands because of the lack of sunlight. Um, greenery, not around much. Pretty dead. Yeah, but you are, and you just, you kind of can't get it out of your head. You know, you're kind of rubbing your eyes a couple of times. You swear you keep on seeing like where the leaves on the trees should be you swear you're just seeing this like yellow viscousy type liquid ew and then you kind of shake your head and it's not there and you know oh, oh, oh. you, you kind of just go back to playing your loot you know you close your eyes continue your hum you look over at victor and you know he's kind of into it then you look back at the site and there it is again Uh, 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 I kind of get lost. Uh, stammer on the hum, mm -hmm. and just kind of just stop and just ask Victor. Yeah, here. Victor. Yeah, I'm actually uh, rolling a couple checks on their behalf. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. You already know what's coming. <laughs> um, uh, look at the trees. Am I going crazy, or are they seeming to be dripping? Yeah. It's as you say, am I going crazy? That you don't even get oh. to, are they dripping? It's, am I going crazy? That you see William kind of turn and scratch his head and extends his arm out and, you know, just points with his index finger. You know, just points as and you know look at that you turn and you see these two um elven girls elven females you know they're couldn't be more than eight nine years old that they're just skipping down the path towards you guys so you know you're currently going west they'd be going east you know mm -hmm. you guys are going to mid-march they would be going to Reynoldton. Um, you know, they're just skipping down the path on the side. So, you know, they're staying out of, you know, carriages way and everything. Uh, they're just holding hands. They've got these red dresses with like white polka dots on them. And as you kind of, you know, you, I would imagine finally take your glasses down from the forehead because it's like, why does he care? What is he looking at? Uh, as you kind of squint to take a closer look, you see, uh, they have no skin on their faces. Mm -hmm. It's just <clears throat> skull, hair, and anatomy. Wow. So yeah, a couple oh, okay. of moments pass of just, you know, kind of being in shock. And you can see on uh, on their shoulders, both of them, this the splatter, you know, almost like a Nickelodeon slime of yellow, of 
fungi of this, you know, of mushrooms growing on this slime-like material. So, what is this slime? I just kind of ask aloud. Mm -hmm. You see Victor look at you like he thought you knew the answer. And you see William look to Victor as if he knew the answer. <laughs> There's this oh, triangle of, but I thought you knew, you, you know, like the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> of everyone point. Wait, you don't know? Yeah, don't it, know? Dude, exactly. No, I don't know. I was hoping you would know. Oh, I don't know. I was hoping you would know. That, yeah, I was hoping you would know. That is Dexter's first hero point. <laughs> so go ahead if you, you know, tally mark or number one, whatever you'd like to do in your hero points, you just gained one. Yeah. You see as your oldest, like, doubting, it's like, okay, let's just keep calm. And uh, you say they just begin skipping past, you know, the, the carriage moves past and you, you do get a better look. You know, it's not like they're just gone. That as the carriage, uh, you know, begins to move past, they have the, uh, the full on like uh, Two-Face from Dark Knight. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, you know, just happily skipping, you know, hand in hand and humming down the path as they continue skipping their way. Not eerie or anything. Yeah, and then that just about 50 foot mark away hits. And as, you know, all three of you are just kind of like, okay, whew. That was weird. You begin to hear almost a bull-like prance behind you. That that present, you know, that you know, nails on like a desktop or, you know, on a on a table that rolling Yeah. I'm going to take a look behind me and see what I can see. You take a look behind you and you see the same two figures that released each other's hands. You see their spines crack, their shoulders <laughs> and dislocate. See, so drop down on all fours and start charging like bulls. What? The hell? You see them take separate sides of the paths. One begins darting and leaping through the trees and the branches, almost like a monkey. You see the other take uh, what would be the southern side, you know, like a mangy dog in a sprint. What? Oh, uh, 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 what, what the fuck are they? What the fuck are they? What, what? And you, you see Victor and just this, what the fuck are they? What the fuck are they? What the fuck yeah, are they? I would agree. What the hell are they? Um, That's not normal. Yeah. Any sort of skill check, anything you'd like to do right here? Uh, oh, gosh. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. 
Not currently. Not currently? Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you're just kind of assessing, you know, uh, is there a particular one you want to keep eyes on? Is there anything you want to prepare? Uh, I think I'll prepare shield and then just kind of keep an eye on the one to the web. Okay, so uh, that would be the one that's kind of uh, like darting through the woods. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I will actually need in that case, uh, just make me a perception check. Come on. Let me do. You had to cock my dice? There we go. I got all these fucking D6s. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm yelling oh, at my... my I'm, just yelling at my own fucking dice tray. Don't mind me. Uh, yeah. So you, you're keeping your eyes on this one on the left. You know, like you can still hear, you know, that brum, 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 coming towards you from the other side, and you know, you're just kind of assessing this one that is taking on this. It was like I said, chimpanzee, monkey-like uh, physiology, and as Gary. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's not even, like, obviously, whatever this is, is a focal point. It's distracting, it's weird, it's kind of fucked up, for lack of a better term. It's not just it that catches your attention, it's further into the woodlands behind it. And you see further into the woodlands behind it. <clears throat> You don't need to blink anymore. You don't need to shake your head. You're not seeing things. You can see that same viscousy, yellow, almost slime-like material. Stripping off tons of branches. Some trees are fully yellow. Um, you can see yeah, mushrooms. You should be going this way anymore. You can see fungi growing off stuff. Um, it's and it's actually it's all to that uh like that north. Where would it be? That northeastern side? Mm -hmm. That you know, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily seem like it's spreading. Although it may be slowly slowly expanding itself tree by tree, you wouldn't be going into it. It would be, what? you know, still kind of, you know, what would be like the far right lane on a highway when you're in the far left okay good yeah good. yeah it yeah it's it's not intersecting it's if, if anything it's when like if you're on an airplane you do not want the window seat here <laughs> and it. yeah and as you're uh as you're keeping track of this one you look over to victor and he just kind of gives you like you know that like big thumbs up and like, you know, a kind of fake smile of like, yeah, we're good. There's <laughs> this heavy impact on the roof above the carriage. Oh. You both kind of just wide-eyed stare at each other. William immediately just raises his great axe and stabs through. You know, it's almost like guessing what is, you know, in the ceiling above you. Mm -hmm. And oh, that's a two. You see, to no avail. <laughs> that was a full-on two. Tried. I'm not gonna fucking add anything. Yeah, at least he tried, right? That 
you know, he's just kind of making a couple of holes, but it's not like it's raining or anything. And then suddenly there is this same bludgeoning feeling in the center of your lap. Oh, God, what's in my lap? And you see this skinless head, this stole in front of you of this little girl with a red dress with white polka dots. Why don't you want to play with me? And just vomits inside of your mouth. I throw it out the window. And... <laughs> okay. okay, let's make an athletics check. Eleven. Eleven. So, as this thing is literally just like collapsed in your lap and it literally just starts, you know, like regurgitating bile into your mouth you are just like trying to like you know and you know it was like i said maybe seven eight nine years old you're just trying to like hold her back by the shoulders you know almost like the palm of your hand to a forehead and she's just she's quick she's mainly she's agile and then you see victor suddenly just i'm sorry and just punches her square in the center of the forehead and boom, 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 just drops behind the carriage. You can feel literally the impact of like her body across the wheels of it. I just kind of bet him. Good call. Did I just punch a child? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a demon. Did I just punch a child? That was a demon. Okay. Okay. And the other one. Is that one good? And you both turn and you see approaching William. The one on the other side. Hello. These kids are scaring the crap out of me. I... Can I remove my... Shield ready and just cast a fireball at this thing. Do you want to? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, is that a reflex save? Or would you like me to check I... for you? I don't have anything on me. I just have my sheet in front of me. Okay, so uh, let's see. Yeah, basic reflex sixty-six fire. 66, yeah, which I'm guessing. Uh, did you have your spell sheet in front of you though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your uh, save DC should be in the upper left. Is it higher than 22? Yes. Okay. Full damage. Woo. I mean, no, that's just that's straight up all all I need to know. Eleven total. Eleven, dude, easy. That as you see the scene say hi, you conjure up this fireball in your hand and like you almost hesitate. Like it's almost like you don't want to do it because you know at the core, you know at, at one point in this thing's life, it probably was just a kid, but <laughs> it is beyond 
it's beyond any sort of anything a cleric or whatever could fix. There's no undoing whatever has been done. And yeah. you see in this moment of hesitation, what makes you finally pull the trigger, what makes you finally just throw this, you know, typhoon of fire at it is after it says hello, it stops looking at Victor and looks over to William. I like your flesh. Oh, God. I think I'll take it now. And you see these razor-like claws start reaching out to him, and it opens what you thought was initially just a mouth, and you see almost shark-like expansion from what should, you know, a smile go to just cheekbones goes beyond ears. Goes beyond oh. its nose. It's almost like a leviathan from Supernatural and is about to just rip skin to bone off of William and you just throw this gout of fire directly into where you see like almost like where tonsils would be and it just drops all the way down and begins to build you know it, it's it, it's almost like uh the fire begins to swell and then you know it condenses and expands again and just <laughs> into ash glad she's gone see william uh, you know, hit the riding crops, you know, pulls over, gets, you know, the steeds off to the side. Is everyone all right? Um, what was that? I didn't mean to... I think we're good. I didn't mean to yell. I'm... Is everyone all right? I, I'm all right. Are you yeah, all right? You see just looking around, uh, Victor's got a, a couple of, you know, just... Uh, small gashes, you know, like across the cheekbone. Uh, William's knee, you know, it seems like there was just like a couple of slices and, you know, like the slacks, you know, just like a cut. <laughs> you know, just, you know, pulled off to the side, you know, you're maybe like a third of the way there. Uh, a third of the way there, meaning, you know, to mid-March. That this has just been... It's been an experience for the past few Already. hours that apparently some legendary chain leader that vanished what's probably the better part of a century ago is back. Insane. This this guy, this beetle, seems to be some sort of curse breaker that is in some sort of deep shit by a tiger man yeah Interesting. and Interesting. you're on your way there to hopefully rescue him as what seems to be the entire woodlands uh, along the northern side of Reynoldton to mid-march turned into this vile yellow infectious fungi disgusting mass delicious which is where we will take a quick break yeah okay we will see all of you in just a moment. All right, welcome back, everyone. So uh, we're kind of just pulled over right now, uh, taking some time to just assess everything that's around us. Uh, Dex, uh, what would you like okay. to do as we're taking a moment to just kind of, you know, soak in everything around us? Uh, 
you know, the current state of everyone, the path and whatnot, uh, anything you want to do kind of during this little downtime period? Uh, I'm just going to kind of, I mean, luckily nobody got hurt, so it's not like a, oh, I'm going to do a healing or that. Yeah, it's um, not like serious hit points loss or anything. It's just, you know, scrapes. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, luckily, you know, I don't, luckily I don't actually feel like I really need to do anything. Like, I feel pretty set up. Not to, like, take the lazy layout, but, you know, just knowing that everybody's good, you know, yeah. there's no, like, other check i mean is the carriage okay that might be my only other concern yeah um sure let's call it just like a perception check to take a look over everything you know, rolled I, I... in that one 17. oh shit okay <clears throat> yeah so you know I, I i i won't subject it to crafting it's not like you're trying to fix something on the spot <laughs> mm -hmm. you know it's not like an inventor or gunslinger trying to you know, uh, adjust their gun or, you know, make some sort of concoction on the spot. Um, so with only 17, um, what I can give you is, uh, you know, you've noticed all of this yellow, you know, like all of this fun guy around so far, you know, kind of just a sickly yellow. Yes. And, you know, you've noticed that kind of, you know, slime dripping off branches type uh, type effect, um, just kind of, you know, s since you're not traveling, so, you know, at such a fast pace now, you know, you're on foot, you know, just hopping back on the carriage when it's good to go, which you feel pretty comfortable with, uh, you just see, uh, what looks to be about, like, 30, maybe 25, I would, I would say more like 20, 25 feet away, is just the uh -huh. squirrel that seems to be hopping through all the leaves and everything, just, like, running past. Uh, you do notice that, uh, this, you know, kind of just innocent little-looking squirrel, um, it only has one eye. Of course it does. <laughs> I love how everything is just, like... God damn it, George. <laughs> um, and as you're just kind of looking at it, like, oh, poor little thing. You see it leap into the air and eat a butterfly. <clears throat> and as it's munching, like as it's eating, it turns and looks at you guys. Mm-hmm. Then just scatters what off. What did it say? It said fuck. Oh. <laughs> just fuck. Oh. Then it scatters off. Because that's not weird or concerning either. You know, this simple woodlands turn this yellow, corrupt color that seems to about. You said that was an eighteen. Total? 17. Um, hard to make out exactly what it is, but there do seem to be tracks about 50 feet ahead. It's maybe where another horse okay. previously came through, but there are definitely tracks. 
Okay, are we following these tracks to Midmarsh? Or are they going a different way? I wish I could say more. That perception check, it just, it wasn't quite there. It's it's hard to tell. It's hard to read. You, you, you got a couple of allies you can ask? Yeah, I'll ask uh, William what he thinks. Okay, so you, you know, just kind of approach back. Mosey and... on over and be like, hey. Yeah, so, yeah, what's up? Uh, I see these. Uh, can you get together on them? I can't really. My, my tracking's yeah. off. Um, I I don't mean to interrupt. Um, I didn't do it. No, no, no. I'm not assuming that you did. I... I'm kind of just checking my own sanity here. Did did that squirrel just curse at me? Yes, it did. Um, now about these hoof prints. Okay, okay. So we're on the same page. We both heard it. Okay, good. Um. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. You mean only hoof? What do you mean more than on, only hooves? Is there and, more? Yeah, you see he takes the uh, casing off of the great axe, hops off, goes about 20 feet ahead and like kind of signals, you know, kind of like the Boy Scout up here over there. Uh-huh. And uh, you see about 20 feet. 20, 25 feet off of them, there seems to be a pretty hefty boot print to follow. And oh. and kind of what you would expect out of like a, you know, like a plate wearing, you know, usual boot. There's, mm-hmm. there's claws coming out of it. What? That's weird. No, my friend. No, my friend. This, this is gracious. That's what this is. You see William just kind of look up to the sky and almost in like a thank you. There's only one other, there's only one other individual whom would have claws retracting out of a boot. That is our beetle. Well, that's good. That's good. And Why did I think of that? And you see he just Beetle. sprints. Well, and also, you, you don't know that much about this guy. You just mm-hmm. heard his name. That is true. And I'm going to chase after Victor. Yeah. <laughs> As the one you're done. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it, it, it was William. Victor is back uh, on the carriage yet. He, he's, he, he's the one that stayed. Well, then I will chase William. Yes. Crazy yes, and you see he follows them about uh, just 60 feet. So, you know, it's not like you're going crazy far into the woodland area. It's kind of when he stops at that, you know, 60-ish foot mark that you, you know, you're staying about 10, 15 feet behind, just kind of watching his back that you kind of see that closed fist of stop. Oh gosh. And it, it 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 is kind of hard to tell that uh 
what seems to be about 15 feet in front of him is this it, it's almost like a central focal point it is this enormous tree trunk and you know you can see the branches the canopy up above like it, it it's almost like the uh, the woods decided it's like it chose where the central point of nature of where life would be and you see where he's throwing up this like pause is almost almost where those uh hefty boot prints end and then signals you forward after he seems to be looking upwards it's strange okay. i go and see what he needs me for okay so as you approach and you're like you know like why aren't you pointing like almost more west you know like where mid-march would be you see uh the yeah. pointing upwards um as you approach you look up to see a from this you know enormous central point on this you know gargantuan tree a corpse hanging from the tree oh a male elven corpse at least it's not beetle correct uh this male elven corpse uh missing his eyes this thin cut line around his entire scalp so his head could simply open as in to extract a brain. Oh, delicious. See, uh, his chest is just shredded. Ribs are missing. Heart has been extracted. And you see he, although clothed, is barefoot. He's barefoot because you see he also no longer has toes. <sighs> Instead, where toes should be have been replaced mm. with bird bones. What? People. Uh, it's at this point, would you like to make... Which I can only offer a couple things here. An occultism skill check. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to, occultism, maybe arcana or nature, it's up to you. Just let me know. Uh, whatever seems to uh, suit Dexter's forte here. Let's do occultism with a 34. What? Yeah. Okay. Nat 20 on the... Well, 20. well dude, no, just tell me Nat 20. Well, Nat 20. Yeah, mm. perfect. Okay, so... Whew. I actually have to scroll down because I didn't know if we would reach the DC on it. <laughs> Where, like, I put in, like, bold text here. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture when we're done. <laughs> That's, like, 
okay. if there is a success. Um, so definitely like you know spells. You know, Dexter, you're a spellcaster. Some take a material component to cast. You know, mm -hmm. you, you can't just get away with you know speaking the arcane words and making you know the hand motions and whatever. Sometimes yeah. you need, you know, essentially a sacrifice to take the spell. Rituals. He was a sacrifice. <laughs> rituals usually take some sort of specific, unique sacrifice. For this infectious yellow, whatever it is, to be taking over so quickly. Because, you know, you haven't heard anything from Midmarch, anything from any other towns. For this to be happening so fast and to be spreading so quickly, it's not like this is a little first level basic thing, right? This thing is nasty. This is an ancient, forgotten tome-like magic. I'm not saying um, that it's not like Dexter mm -hmm. wouldn't know. If anything, at this point, Dex would know exactly the details of what to bring up to someone who is trained and someone who is an expert in that field to be able to exactly identify whatever this is. Okay. Do I know a person I can think of to do such a thing? Uh, oh! The one time I needed a high roll at... at thank you! <laughs> Actually, thank you, Star, I should say, because it's on dice that Star gave me. <laughs> um, as you do have William with you, shall we discuss this with Victor at the carriage? I think I may know not only whom, but what caused this. Well, let's go talk to him. Shall we? And as he retracts the pause, and grabs you by the collar, Dexter, and you hear what? immediate rustling, you know, like someone walking through leaves. What's that? And just, you know, like, puts an index finger against a closed mouth, like, shush. You see him point further west and begin to tiptoe. If you, if you would like to follow... Yeah, I would like to say, if you want to follow, you can. Which will be a stealth check. Let's do it. Okay, so we're only a stealth check. 24. Twenty. Ooh, nice. Yes. 
So, uh, listening to, uh, you know, like this rustling, you know, like maybe it could be an animal, who knows, but it's, you know, let's make sure, you know, you, you guys have seen some weird shit lately. Alrighty. Yeah, well, like, could be an animal that, you know, you, you just take this little track following him. And as he kind of, you know, like, begins to spread the branches to, like, open... Uh, the view to both of you, you're both kind of, I don't want to say, like, frozen. I'm not taking away, like, any sort of, like, action or movement, anything like that. It's more of shock. It's yeah. more of, like, I can't believe what's before my eyes as you see a... And I can't stress this an, enough. Naked. Naked gnomish figure, you know, oh, just covered in dirt. He's got that, you know, long caveman hair, that unkept beard. You see this naked gnomish figure walking across what is a, a very, like, I wouldn't even call this a pond. It is just some very, very shallow water where you see dozens upon dozens of dead crows. Oh, yummy. And you see amongst them a good portion seem to be missing their wings. Mm. And across this figure's lower lip, his back, etc., you see many feathers. <laughs> and him almost like a ape on his knuckles trample over to the next crow, rip its wings off, and eat them raw. I just kind of motion over to William, like, should we get out of here? Yeah, and you see William motion to you. Essentially, I, I swear you have, like, a sign language feat? Being like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And he kind of just like air draws a question mark. <laughs> kind of leaving the lead up to you to stay or go. I kind of motion to get out of there. Okay. You motion go and he just kind of pats you on the back. You make a 180 and you fucking ditch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I am not sticking around for that. Yeah, it's, you've seen enough of this shit, you know, that, uh, you know, in, in a little bit, you know, maybe back at the carriage, you can talk to him more about whatever this yellow is that, you know, this isn't the time or the place. You keep motioning forwards, uh, and kind of standing, waiting, you know, with an open hand is, so, um... What did we discover? Is everything okay? Why do 
both of you seem so... Not everything is okay, is it? Stuff everywhere. Weird stuff. Dead stuff. We should get out of here stuff. How about onwards and you tell me all about it? Okay. <laughs> See, just motions Sounds back good. on the carriage. <laughs> yeah. William <laughs> hops on. So, uh, what did you see? Tell me everything. Uh, there was a man naked, covered in feathers, and we, we found the crows he was taking them from. It, it's just there is some stuff out there, man. You do not want to be out there for longer than you have to be. I, I do believe what our new friend is alluding to. And you see, you know, just William Beaton speak up is, uh, my dearest, my dearest Emma, uh, in life, she was quite the historian and, uh, she was just the best. I mean, of course, like me, you know, we've all been freed. It's just, you know, some time has passed, so she has to catch up, but, but, um, uh, picking her brain is like, uh, it's like a it's like peeling an onion. Um, Dexter, what I would like you to do, uh, write down, uh, remember as many and all of it, specific details as you can from the race, from the body parts that were missing, from how he was killed, everything. I can promise you, when we return to Reynoldton and uh, we see my beloved again, she'll be able to identify exactly what it is. Um, my educated guess. <sighs> I know neither of you want to hear it, uh, but Cassius, our wonderful tyrant, he just attacked Reynolton the this past evening, did he not? I he he did. And now suddenly all of this is happening. Does not seem like a coincidence. Was what I was just about to ask. Yonder, Victor, I see what I I like this kid. Anyways, his, uh, Cassius, his, uh, his expertise, it's not only the, uh, it's not only the knight, it's not only his charm or his bloodthirst, but his curses. He's laid a plethora of them. On the Darklands? I'm guessing there are bad news. And I fear that this is... And motions over to the Woodlands. I fear this is either... A new one? Or... One he awoke 
that was previously dormant. That doesn't that doesn't make me feel any better. Myself either, and to to assume the worst that you know it was thanks to Emma that we discovered this Zalo is likely after Beetle. We have to assume somehow there's a connection between them. I don't know what it is or why it is. That is why. That's why we need Emma. That's why we need Beetle. We're missing a couple of puzzle pieces here, but within the next few days, we should have them. Yeah. And then I'm sorry, did you want to know more about the curses? No, I was just saying hopefully maybe we can get rid of the curses that are here. Yes, yes well, I mean, thankfully, like I said, uh, Beetle and uh, his ally got rid of one that freed Emma, myself, and the rest of the township. And uh, hopefully perhaps you... And whomever else can join him and uh, continue to ideally, and you know, just points up, bring some more of that back. <laughs> you want the weird Nicole? Got it. So the next leg of the travel here. Uh, anything in specific? Anything in particular you want to do? You want to discuss? Uh, just ask William to tell me more about the time that he's been gone. Like, what has he accomplished? Like, wh why was he hiding? I mean, for... Oh, um, a misconception. I and everyone else, we were not hiding. Oh, um, I mean... No, you, no, it is... You got cursed and went away. No, the curse kept us away. You see, Cassius wanted everything that the Darklands had to offer. The wealth, the power, the land, whatever you could ask for. However, uh, Emma, she felt that due to where Midmarch lied, that if you would simply go, I believe it was west. I'm just double checking myself. Yeah, if you'd simply go a bit southwest, um, further underground, that there uh, would be... Yes, there would be a rich amount of minerals, of sources of just about anything any sort of miner or prospector would ask for okay. as okay. as the story goes once we finally began to break ground copper and silver weren't the only things we began digging deeper 
and still treating everyone rightfully mm -hmm. so once gold began to bring itself to the surface hmm and you see he kind of has to stop himself and like rub his forehead almost as if it's like his memory gets foggy. I mean, our economy well, was booming. What? Everything was going in the right direction. And then... Collapse? And... You know, th there's just this non-stop struggle. He can't remember past this point. You imagine it's, it's oh, probably you imagine it's probably soon after that he was cursed. That would make sense. Uh I mean you know the we I'm sorry. Um it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it, it, don't struggle about it. Um, I'm you. just glad you're back in here. I mean, it's uh, it's not often that you get to face uh, Cassius once and then come back and face him again. I'm sure you have a quite the task ahead of you. We. We do. We do indeed. Just uh, stick together. And I think we need to remember amongst all of Oh, these feral, bloodthirsty children amongst these rituals. You see, he's like squinting his eyes, like trying to forget it. This is for Beetle. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Victor, would you? I mean... Maybe. <laughs> you see, immediately yeah, William it. has that, like, you know, that resting bitch face of, like, come on. <laughs> you don't think I can't defend myself? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> but we have Dexter. Dexter. Yes. And you see, he just, like, chugs more wine. Should make you feel better. For I don't mean to sell Beetle short, but for reference, he yes, he saved William. He suddenly approached in mine and Sasha's town. He 
apparently slayed some sort of bone demon that was haunting my bar. The only priest I had within my town was apparently being interrupted by some sort of creature that didn't want to drink human blood. And most of all, he rose up against Cassius. I feel like I'm giving a eulogy and we shouldn't be doing that. Oh, he's still alive and we're going to go exactly, get him. Exactly. Take another hero point. Just for that Dexter positivity, that's exactly the mindset Ooh. he would be in. You're right, exactly. So. Let's. I would like to say close our eyes and imagine there's nothing horrible happening around us. However, I feel like if we do, the skin will be removed from our faces because that is what I saw. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's the fucking best reaction, Tom. It's true. Yeah, yeah, as it's true, um, you know, there's this kind of, you know, just clap of recognition of, okay, now we have the road trip kind of ahead of us. That there's the, you know, the few hours that go past of you guys just kind of small talking, bullshitting, you know, you play your loot a little bit. Um, anything you would like to do to kind of just like pass the later afternoon type hours? Uh, maybe just nap and read a book when I'm done. Write in a journal about the events that happened today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I see. So uh, do you want to, like, specifically, like, in character, put down the details of uh, the corpse and everything you saw to relay that to Emma? Yeah, that's okay. basically what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, no skill check needed at all. That is just, okay. I heard I need to remember specifics. That it's like, you know, almost immediately where it's like, okay, everyone's kind of doing their own thing. That that's when Dexter kind of just, you know, takes some time and writes this, writes that. Okay, there was yellow, uh, tools were missing, bird bones, heart was gone. So he knows to relay all of that information. And as you kind of just, you know, close up, you're about to grab your loot. There's this immediate it's almost like a I won't say it's as impactful as like a hammer against a wall but it's almost like a knocking on a door like you just hear that do you guys hear that too I swear, I'm going crazy again. Hold. 
It's when Victor next to you just, you know, raises a hand. Steed's bottle. Kind of leans his head towards you. I don't think either of us are crazy, friend. And then you still hear that same... That same knock. No. The weird thing is, like... You've had these sensations, these visions, this weird stuff happen. This is within 10 feet? This is on your carriage. Mm. You see the back of the wagon, like that large, you know, like storage type area? You see a trunk in the center of the back that seems to be moving. Like the lid at the top of the trunk is like it's being rustled around. Uh, William, what's that? Um, not mine. Hmm. Not you. And just smiles. <laughs> okay. You see, Victor looks at you. So, yours, right? That uh, trunk? Yep. Yes. Yours. No, yeah, and like you can see he's like nodding at you, like just tell me yes, and <laughs> like you're just like, nah. <laughs> okay, it's mine. <laughs> so... I don't know what's in the box. You, no, you tell me what's in the box. I don't know what's in the box. Yeah, I'm I, scared to open it. Me too! I mean, no, I'm brave. I, <laughs> I, I go back and I open up the box. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, like, you and Victor drop out, and you see, like, uh, William stays about, like, 10 feet away, because the gray arts is, like, so long that it has reach course yeah that it's like okay if if something is that you know he can still be there and you know you just kind of like flip you know like where the key would rest and you know just pop it open so you know the lid can ascend instead of being stuck you know because it was kind of like rustling around mm -hmm. and you see as soon as you flip that there is about three or four immediate front flips in a very tight roll of like a green kind of smudge like it's such a fast motion and you see landing upright about uh two foot eight seems to be this green skinned pointed eared goblin just yelling Kawa fucking bunga pointing a pistol at all of you. Uh <laughs> what do you want? 
I heard Beetle was in trouble. <laughs> so Beetle I, is in trouble. Yeah, so I invited myself. No one invited me. Uh, who who the you? fuck are you? Who the fuck and are you? points it right at you. I'm Ral. Oh. Well, welcome to the party. Oh. Okay. Who are you? Points at Victor. Uh. Oh, wait, I know you. Who's he? Points at William. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to know who everybody is. Well, you see him. Who the fuck are you? And you see William just runs over by you. <laughs> it's okay, William. Who the fuck is he? Uh, none of your concern? Make a diplomacy check for me. Oh, God. 38. 38? Yes. Holy shit. Eh? Oh. Oh, like the guy that he saved, William. Why didn't you just say so? Okay, back on the carriage. You see William just trying to, like, watch over. Eh! Who's... Who's the guitar player? Uh, What's up with you? I'm, I'm, I'm Dix. I'm the... Uh, Speak! The, the, I'm the new guy. Oh. Like the intern? Uh, close enough. Okay. And you! Oh, wait, you're Victor. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. Okay, come on, Victor. <laughs> Go fucking bugger! And you can see he just runs right back on the carriage, but with Victor, so you constantly have this gun pointed at yourself. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. So, how and do we all know Beetle? Uh, old bandmate? Just pull something on my ass. <laughs> yeah, which, I'll <laughs> say with Fortune, because he doesn't know better. So make a deception check with Fortune. So, of the higher of your 2d20s. You said a deception. 13. I had to think of 12. I'm not a good liar, apparently. Apparently. But... I would love to say that he taught you. But this fucking six that's staring at me... <laughs> Says otherwise. Dude, yeah. Here, actually, no. I will send you a picture of this because the sad part is it's on my favorite fucking dice. It's a bummer. Dude, yeah, because it's like, uh, there is George Dice, which is these, and then there's the, uh, Eric, uh, Green and Gold Dice. Mm -hmm. That, I don't know why these one be fucking betrayed me, but I think you can pretty easily see right there, that's a six. That is a six. Yep. Oh! Why didn't you just say so? <laughs> 
I don't know. Okay, so bandmate uh, saved you. What about? Oh, right, that's Victor. You know what? He just has, he has a forgettable face, doesn't he? He does. You know, just, just, and looking at Victor, like, no, I mean, he's pretty pronounced. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with this guy. Yeah, 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 just full on, like, this is just full goblin mode of nonsense that you're now approaching right about the 70-ish. Uh, percent mark way here. Um, it is beginning to kind of settle into those. Uh, you know, I I don't want to say that like uh the brunch or an, anything was skipped over, but it's kind of the uh never ending Wisconsin winter of oh it's four <laughs> o'clock so we should eat. You know, that's kind of that, like, 5.30, maybe 6, where it's getting dark, that hungry dinner time type feel. Mm-hmm. You know, that, uh, how you guys would like to approach kind of the, the evening here, you know, the sleep and shifts, you know, give the horses a rest, whatever you'd like to do, that type feel. Uh, what would you like to do? I, I think I'm just gonna suggest kind of camping out for the night and well nowhere close enough. Uh, I, I, I don't know my brain is off boo uh, <laughs> oh no those were I... syllables yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> syllables is something um that you know you, uh like previously you know, you guys just kind of pull your steeds to the side. Um, is there anything in particular you want to look for, let's say, to uh, kind of find, like, you know, a safe surroundings for the night? Is there anything in specific you want to see, search, anything of that nature? No, sir. Okay, so let's just call it a... Uh, a uh, quick perception check to just kind of get a lay of the land around you, you know, feel comfortable. Oh gosh, that's a uh, 33. 33, great. So, you know, as, uh, as you guys kind of, you know, like buckling, retracting the horses to, you know, hey, slow down we're gonna you know take it easy this is kind of you know where we're calling it a night that uh you see by no fault of your own this is kind of their own determination uh the horses gallop uh, a little bit further and then finally come to a rest and uh you see to your right hand side what seems to be a uh an abandoned campfire. Oh. At first you're not really sure what to think of it, but there seems to be some like very tiny footprints, like maybe of a gnome and a couple of clusters of maybe, maybe what would be like cat-like hair, but it's like 
there's too much of it and it's too rugged that it, it don't just be like a stray animal you know it's not like soft cat fur oh why does it gotta be the rock shock uh... <laughs> Oh, I I just kind of mm -hmm. pick it up, notice it, and yep. I turn and be like, "Have you guys ever seen any of this before?" Uh, as you hold some of it in your hand, you're you know just kind of taking that deep breath, and as you're kind of in like a dismay of like why does it have to be as you take a closer look of what's in your hand it's actually kind of reassuring that it's it's actually black this is more of the panther fur that you've heard about and that you've seen but you see underneath it you're actually holding something solid mm -hmm. you scooped up what seemed to be just you know like this matter of like a ball of hair but then you feel a circular pattern underneath it, you know, like it's it's almost like when you're vacuuming and it's like, where where the fuck did this ball of hair come from? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like why is this in my house? Uh you feel this circular pattern. And as you kind of dig through it in Discord you see this shape. Oh. Oh. I, I turn to the guys and be like, D eh, eh, what? <laughs> Do you see this? Or am I just... Am, am, uh -huh. This yeah, wood. Yeah, just kind of in messy. awe. Yeah, in awe. You were like, you know, where's like the orange and white, you know, like everything that you were talking about with this tiger humanoid, you know, where's this fur this everything you're talking about you know everything that you found is resorting to beetle and at first like William holds it and kind of gasps and then Victor almost like gives him like a shoulder charge of like what's the big deal this this is the key to everything, Dexter. Oh, well, that's good. This is the crest of the Meso District. Well, I'm glad we, we, we found it. And that will conclude our session. Just moments, just a rest outside of mid-March of Dexter discovering whatever this Mezzo district, which I know some of you <laughs> already know what it is. But as this discovery just happened... I think we all just hope you not only enjoyed the session, but Dom!
Yes. Dom's return to the Darklands. We hope to see so much more of Dexter uh, to continue this story arc. And I don't know, Dom, is there anything you would like to, you know, convey directly to everyone listening? Uh, no, it's just good to be back and I'm excited for everything. Yeah, because, you know, I, I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I know we have our usual, you know, like roll a d6 and, you know, I, I think that there was kind of like a drink or two in there that we missed for, you know, like players on DM Nat 20 and whatnot. But, you know, it, it was, uh, yeah, you know, th this was Dom's first surprise, you know, session back that it's, you know, let's take it easy. Let's hold off a little bit. Um, so mm -hmm. I guess in closing here, just to kind of wrap it up, uh, kind of like, uh, you know, like Marvel movies after, you know, like the credits, uh, first time in Darklands, what did you think? Uh, it was fun. Definitely a spook factor going on. Feels good. Was it what you uh, expected it to be? Yeah. Yeah. W worse, better. Did the kids with the demon voice throw you off? <laughs> no, uh, it was, it was kind of what I expected. It was just, you know, like, how is he going to sprinkle it in and where mm -hmm. and, yeah. Yeah, so it, it had, like, the uneasy feel. It was just, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, still, you know, it's, as long as it presented it, I'll take it. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> good. It's good. Good. All right. We, we cannot wait to bring more Darklands to you guys. Hopefully, we can bring in another player pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, as I said, uh, we didn't have Eric here this week, uh, so no Beetle. Uh, because it's his birthday, so hopefully within the next two sessions, we can introduce a new player and bring Eric back in. That would be awesome. Dude, right? For three sessions that we brought you back in, we have Eric, and then we bring in a, another one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Be good times. Yeah. So we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> Bye, buddies.